joining us today on Shooting the Breeze, we have new flame signing, Lauren Mansfield. Loz, welcome to the show. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. Been really looking forward to this one, Loz, now that we've got you in Sydney. I suppose we'll start off for the Sydney fans just by asking how you first got involved in basketball. Yeah, so my parents both played. They met playing basketball. So they both coached and my siblings all played. So I was kind of born into it. It's in my blood. And then just, yeah, I've been playing ever since. I started when I was about seven, I think. And yeah, I've been playing since that. Cool. So like a lot of people we've spoken to on the show, you follow the pathway through the US college system. But interestingly, you went to two colleges in very different parts of the US. The first was Midland College, and that's right in the middle of West Texas football territory. Let's talk about that for a little bit. How did did you find, you know, Midland and just sort of getting into that whole part of Texas? Yeah, I absolutely loved it, actually. Yeah, I love my time there. I think, so it was like a it kind of felt like a small college town. So I played in, it was a community college. So it was a junior college. So we basically played and, and we lived in dormitories with all the athletes. Um, we went to the cafeteria together. So it was a real nice, like sporty feel. You're surrounded by athletes all the time. And then obviously playing over there was awesome as well. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed my time. I think I was a bit naive to, you know, where I was going or what, I didn't really know what to expect, but I really loved Texas. You know, it was, I mean, the weather wasn't too bad, but it was a really cool experience to be out there. I had a a teammate actually, or my roommate, she was very country. She had a country farm. So I got to go out there and explore that with her. And she had the cowboy boots and, and all that. So that it was yeah it was really cool to experience i mean midland really is it's a part of texas that a lot of people aren't really familiar with out in the texas panhandle yeah. I mean, what made you choose midland over other schools and also had you visited the school before you committed to them yeah so you know i had i had spoken to a few coaches in the whole recruiting process but i just kind of liked their vibe their the way that, you know, they recruited me, they weren't too over the top. They were, um, they seemed super lovely. I looked up the school and stuff and it, it seemed like a great program. And yeah, I didn't go on a visit or anything. I just kind of flew over there. My dad did come with me. I think that was him being his like a little bit protective. So wanting wanting to come with me and that kind of helped me to be a bit more comfortable because, you know, you're flying over to this completely new country just out of high school so yeah he was there with me the first two weeks but yeah ever yeah i absolutely loved it though you know obviously did you go to watch any football games at all while you were there I actually didn't in Texas. So uh, the college we were at, we didn't have a football team or anything. So it was more like high school footy where I was, but footy, I say footy, football. But I didn't at I, when I went to Iowa State. I went to quite a few games and absolutely loved it. It was awesome. I was a, quite a distance away from, from Texas. Yeah. How did you find the differences between Iowa and Texas and the fact that, you know, how the schools operate and so on. Yeah. So I think for me, the only thing that I really found super different was the weather. The weather was, it was so cold in Iowa. I really struggle with that. I hate cold weather. So I was in like the snow and like walking to class in the snow and like slipping over everywhere. So I didn't enjoy that part. But as far as like the college, it was a bigger D1 college. So it was more of a 
it was a little bit overwhelming for me, you know, going from the junior college, which was a, a lot smaller. So yeah, just a, a bigger feel and just, yeah, a lot more people everywhere, but it was still like a smaller sort of college town as well. Okay. Now, yeah. what did you study when you were in college and was it disruptive to your studies moving between the two schools? No, it wasn't for me because when I went to Midland, the junior college, I just kind of did general studies because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I just did general studies. And then when I went to Iowa State, that's when I, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. So they kind of, they mentioned maybe I could do advertising. So that's what I ended up doing. I did. I do have an advertising degree, but that's not what I want to do. <laughs> I was still kind of in that stage where, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just kind of picked something. Honestly, I just wanted to play basketball. And I and maybe I, I kind of, if I could have that back, I kind of wish that I had figured that out, figured out something that I could do. So it was something I was more interested in. But yeah, I really just wanted to play basketball. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to do advertising. What is it that you would like to do? Oh, that's a great question. So I think I have sort of worked out. I, I did start a teaching degree, which I've currently deferred. You know, to be honest, I'm not a super studious person, but I think what I want to do uh, is work with kids in some way. I've done a bit of coaching and really, really enjoy that. So like individual skills sort of coaching. So I, I kind of want to go down that path and I'm looking into, while I'm in the hub, doing some online studies of just getting my cert in fitness. So I can kind of like get the ball rolling with that because, yeah, I would love to do some individual um, skills coaching with kids or even older players too. Yeah, I find I, I really enjoy that. So I would love to get something going into that. Cool. Yeah. You know, over your basketball career, one of the places that you spent time in was Launceston at the Tornadoes in the Siebel. Yeah. How did you find that experience? Oh, that I absolutely love that place. I think it's still one of my fa- – it still feels like home to me. Still one of my favourite places, like in Australia. Tasmania is just so beautiful. And then just playing there, it's just – a little town, but it, they really like, I felt like they really got behind us, the, like all the Torns girls. And yeah, I loved playing for the Tornadoes. I loved the clubs just got some really amazing people. I was fortunate enough to stay with a family that were involved in the club as well. And I just love them. It was awesome. I ended up going back like six seasons. And so when I was first there, the family had two kids and the elder girl, she was, oh, I can't remember. I think she was about nine when I first got there. Her name's Aisha. But then as I kept going back, we ended up my last year getting to play together. So that was really cool. Like it really, yeah, it's just such a, a nice place to live and to play as well. So I really enjoyed my time there. We had Reese Potter as a, an assistant coach for the Flames a few years back. And yeah. I reached out to Reese to have a bit of a chat to him about the experience he had coaching you. And yeah. one of the things that Reese said was that you genuinely love the game and you play with joy. And he said that it sounds funny, but he believes that a lot of pro players treat it like a job, but you genuinely play because you just love the game. Is that how you feel about the game? That it's just you just play it because you just love playing the game? That is very accurate. I really love Reese as a coach, so yeah, I yeah, I really miss him actually, but 
Yeah, that's very accurate. I just, I just love to play. And even like we, when Corona happened, I was home and I, I really struggled just like not being able to be on the court. And, you know, my body probably appreciated the time off. But, and so I ended up actually going to Queensland just to play because I just wanted to play so bad. So I flew over to Queensland and was able to play a few games before coming to preseason in Sydney. But yeah, I'm just a very much, I've always just like, when I'm on the court, I just kind of feel like I'm more present in the moment and not really thinking about anything else. And I think that's just a nice thing to have. But even like training and stuff, like I'm one of those bit, like a lot of people don't like training. I'm one of those people like, I can't wait for training. Like I love to train, even just like shooting. I just, yeah, I really, I really love playing basketball and, you know, I would do it for free. So for me, it's like, it's, this is the dream, like being able to to play and, and do it for a living. It's really cool. Now, one of the things that you've been able to do through basketball is play not only in Australia, but also overseas. Yeah. How have you found the experience playing overseas for yourself and just generally the style of basketball that they play over there in comparison to what we play here? Yeah. So it's been really cool. I think it's definitely helped me to develop as a player, just playing against different countries, like internationally, but also I played in Poland one full season. And then actually just after the last WNBL season, I went over and played for a different team in Poland. And I think it just kind of helps you to be adaptable to different styles of play. I've found in Poland, it's quite, or Europe in general, it's quite a physical, it's a lot more physical. And that's a good challenge for me because I'm someone that kind of tends to shy away from contact. But to be put in that position where I kind of have to be more physical, I think that's helped me to develop my game a bit. And, you know, playing internationally against different countries and stuff, it's also really cool to see, you know, like the Japanese, they play a really up-tempo style, great shooters. And then, yeah, obviously the European teams are more uh physical so it's it's really cool to just be able to see the different styles and yeah play against them and then yeah it just I think it just gives you more experience and helps you to be yeah more adaptable I think. It's interesting you mentioned that because the adaptability I think is going to be a really key part to being able to deal with the pressures that are going to happen in the hub over this WNBL season. Yeah. How do you think the adaptability to be able to to deal with different situations is going to help you and, you know, the team, not only with the compressed time frame, but also the schedule? Because I was looking at the schedule and the first part of it looks particularly tough for the team in terms of the number of games and the short turnaround between them. Yeah, I think it's going to be very hectic, Um, particularly, yeah, our first couple of weeks are going to be tough. But as you said, we've just got to be able to adapt to it. Obviously, everyone's kind of in the same boat. So I think it's really just going to be about staying consistent, you know, not getting too high when you have a good win or not getting too low if we lose a game. Like, I think it's just going to be about, you know, having that steady head. And I think for me, my personality is kind of pretty laid back anyway. So I think Hopefully I can help the team with that just to stay, you know, stay constant. And then obviously I think a big thing is just staying healthy too. I think, you know, those little one percenters, you know, are doing the ice baths, the stretching and just really looking after ourselves, the nutrition, just all the recovery things. I think that's going to be very key as we move forward and, you know, the longer we go into it too because it's, yeah, it's going to be really hard on our bodies. But 
I think not only physically but mentally too. I think we just need to kind of make sure we're on top of things and checking in with each other and, yeah, just really looking after each other. I think one of the issues that a lot of the fans might be looking at is the fact that you guys are also not only going to be in this hub and not only going to have this compressed time frame, but you're also going to be travelling between a couple of different centres to play your games. Yeah. Do you think that's going to present a challenge, not only from the point of view of the travel, but also the weather conditions up there? It's obviously far north Queensland's a lot more humid, it's a lot hotter. Do you think Mm -hmm. that you need to take different steps to prepare yourselves for that environment? Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I haven't thought too much about that, but that's a great point. Absolutely. I think, uh, but in saying that though, I think we are used to, you know, obviously we have more rest and recovery time in between in a normal season, but I think we are used to traveling. Yeah, it's just all going to be in a smaller time frame. So I think, again, I think it's just about being able to adjust, you know, on the go and, Just, yeah, really just looking after each other. Staying hydrated, I think, is going to be a big one, especially with the humidity and stuff. I think we'll be okay. I think just as long as we're smart about what we're doing, we should be all right. You've had time to settle in with the team. From your point of view, how do you feel that the culture of the team has developed in terms of, you know, the bonding of the team and your approach towards the game? Yeah, so I'm feeling extremely positive about the culture of this team. I think we've we've already had probably three or four really positive like team culture meetings and we've kind of nutted out, you know, our values and, you know, had those chats about our goals and, and things we want to be known for, our identity. Um, and I think all those things are really important, you know, in a team environment. But I think just even, you know, I think like we're very personable and we all get along really well. Even like we had a scrimmage against Canberra and then we went out for dinner and it was just like just a great feel, a great time. I think we all get along really well. I know obviously it's early days, but yeah, it's just got a really good feel to it. I think we all feel really comfortable around each other already and really just genuinely enjoy each other's company. So yeah, like I'm excited about going into the hub with these great people. And yeah, I think the culture's is really good so far, really positive. And as far as, you know, on court, I think we're starting to gel. I think we've still got a little ways to go, but I think, you know, we're a fairly new team. We kind of know of each other, but haven't played together. So I think that'll come. I think individually, though, everyone's very switched on and professional on the court too, um, which is really good. I think everyone on the team are like hard workers and we kind of have this like underdog feel about it. So trainings are, are all really tough, competitive and yeah, like really, really good, good energy as well on the bench. And so I think it's going to be, I think we're going to be fun to watch. Yeah. We're going to have lots of opportunities to watch the team because the broadcast deal details have come out so we'll be able to watch pretty much every game that the team plays which certainly I'm looking forward to. How do you guys feel about the fact that you know all the games are going to be available for the fans to watch nationally? Yeah I think it's incredible I mean to have all the games online like that's just amazing I think and I think you know this league's done a great job the last couple of years of fighting for that and um it's really good to see that you know we're taking those steps because it's a great league and there's you know it's a high standard of basketball so i think we deserve to have these tv deals so it's awesome that yeah we we're getting that now and um i just really hope that we show that we're we're a great product and that we continue to have these um people behind us 
Just going back to the, the culture point for a moment, I think yeah. you're in a pretty unique position because you've played for several WNBL teams during your career. Yeah. What sort of differences have you noticed in culture between the various teams and what you're encountering with the culture that Frog's building at the team? Yeah, I guess in every every team and every club, there's a different sort of feel. Like some teams, you know, are more serious and perhaps um, people don't hang out off court as much or, um, you know, there's people that are, are working and have their own kind of lives. And so it's always different on each team. I think I've had very different experiences with team culture. Sometimes I have been on, on teams where it's um, not a super positive environment, where there's maybe a bit of bickering at trainings and stuff like that, which, you know, it's women's basketball, things like that happen. So yeah, I've definitely experienced different types of culture, you know, both both good and bad. But as far as what we're building here with Frog as well, I think it's a it's a bit more laid back. It's um you know a bit more fun. Trainings trainings are fun. We can have a laugh, but we're also like very serious and you know getting things done. We're being productive at trainings as well. So it's a bit more of a laid back feel, which really resonates with me because that's kind of my personality. Like I love having fun at trainings. Like I just think it. It just makes it more enjoyable for everyone. So, yeah, I think it's a more fun fun kind of vibe, um, our culture here so far. That's great. It's always good to have a great chemistry between the team members. I know from having seen you guys at practice, the relationships between you all look really good. The team seems to connect really well. And yeah. I think that's something that's a really positive sign, particularly going into such a high-pressure environment as the hub where it's, I think, is it, what, 14 games in 32 days in the regular yeah, season? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I think that's going to play a key part to the competition, the ability of the team to be able to keep each other up, do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think that's going to be huge. And I think I feel like we have an advantage there just because we do get along so well. And I think it's it's key to enjoy what you're doing. And, you know, when you're in a positive environment where, you know, everyone's kind of uplifting each other, but also at the same time, like holding each other accountable. And when we're able to have those honest conversations with each other, if, you know, things aren't going well, if we can be direct with each other and be able to take on board what people are saying and not take it personally, I think that's all a part of having that you know positive culture so I think you know so far we've we've been able to have honest conversations with each other and I think that's helped us to grow and and build trust in the group as well so yeah I think all those things are going to be probably like even more so important going into this hub than you know a normal season where you kind of have a week to in between games to you know let things blow over whereas in the hub you know we're always going to be in each other's pocket so it, it is key to have that positive environment where people are yeah enjoying each other, enjoying being around each other. Um, I think that's really going to help with our mental state for sure. And, you know, when you're enjoying what you're doing, you're going to play better as well. So I think that'll definitely help. Yeah, I I agree with you because, I mean, certainly from my years in business, one of the things I'm aware of for high-performing teams is that you do need to hold each other accountable. You do need to be able to have those fierce conversations, but you've also got to be able to let it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it is uncomfortable having those conversations too. And, you know, for me, I I don't super love confrontation, but, you know, it's about being selfless in that you do step up and have conversations that make you uncomfortable. And then, 
you know, people being supportive and encouraging of that as well. And I think, yeah, so far we've done that. Certainly from conversations I've had with Frog, it seems like that's the kind of environment that she wants to try and develop with the team. Yeah, and that's how I feel it's been so far. And I think it definitely has started from Frog and and kind of worked its way down. And yeah, obviously having the team culture meetings have definitely helped. And I think we're all kind of on the same page with that, which is really positive. Let's talk about a few non-basketball things. You've mentioned to us in the past that you like to read. Yes. What type of books do you like to read? And do you have a recommendation for the fans? Okay, yes. So I I do love to read. Well, I like to think I'm a real student of just life, like student of the game, but also a student of life. So I really like to dig into like self-help books, (laughs) to be honest with you. Anything where I can kind of learn. I've been very into like the mindset sort of stuff recently. Um, But my favorite book and the book I would recommend is The Alchemist. I've read that book several times now and it's just a nice book, just cool little story, but uplifting at the same time. So that's my recommendation. Okay. Now, sometimes we've been known to ask people that we interview what movie character they most relate to. But today for you, what character out of all the books you've ever read do you most relate to? Oh, man, that's a tough one. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go with I read The Hunger Games and I like Katniss. So I'm going to go with her just because she's kind of like – I don't know if I'm a badass, but she's a badass. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Katniss from The Hunger Games. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like that (laughs) one. I'm guessing you've packed a few books or on a Kindle to take with you up to the hub? I absolutely have, yes. I have a few with me and then, yes, I've got some on my iPad too. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. That's great. Now, you are saying you had a scrimmage against Canberra. Yeah. How was it getting out on the court and actually playing against somebody other than the team? Yeah, it was so nice. It was so nice just to play together against someone else, so not each other, and just have like a, a real good hit out against. And it was really nice to see where we're at too. And I think, obviously, I think we've, we've learned a lot and we still have a lot to work on, but I think, you know, it's definitely promising. But yeah, it was so nice just to work on our plays where and play offense against people that don't know our offense and just kind of see where we're at. So yeah, it was it was good. That's great. That's one of the key things, the prep for the hub, obviously, is being able just to trying out against others. And I think there's probably a couple of clubs that are going to be struggling with that just because there isn't anybody close by for them to be able to play who are at that WNBL level. How important do you think that is in terms of your prep? I think it's going to be key. I think it's definitely an advantage to be, you know, playing games against other teams just not only like for preparation you know working on things working on offenses and you know adjusting on defense but you know working on scouts and stuff but also just to get the jitters out too a lot of my teammates haven't played in you know a long time it's good for them to just get some you know game time game fitness as well there's nothing like you know getting up and down and playing in a game for your fitness so yeah I think it's going to be really important I think we're going to be much better prepared and you know just a bit more confident going into the first game, having played these other games in preparation. So I think, yeah, I think it's really good. That's fantastic. Loz, thanks very much for your time today. Really appreciate you taking time out of what's a busy pre-season schedule. We'll all be watching. I'm sure all the fans will be watching. We're really looking forward to seeing how the season unfolds. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for the chat. Enjoyed it.